Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit c3swwa.com. Well, good morning. There's not many of us here doing production, but it's nice to see you guys online. You guys can see us up here. We can't see you, but we are there in spirit as you are here in spirit with us. So I get the privilege of sharing on Mother's Day, and I am not a mom, but I do have a lot of relationships um, with children in my life and students in my life in a mentor capacity. So I'm gonna share a couple of photos with you guys. Um, My message today is titled, Mom Spelled You. And basically what that means is it's encouragement to you guys that whether you have children of your own or maybe you're like me and you don't have children of your own yet, you still have a role to play in other people's lives and they have a role to play in your life. So let's go ahead and pray real quick before we jump in. God, I thank you for today, God, for all of the women in our and men in our lives, God, who play a, a role to, um, to grow us and teach us and encourage us. God, we pray over all of the children and adults and all of the mentors in our lives, God, who speak to us and who we speak to, God. We thank you for the opportunity to grow with them, God. We thank you for technology so that we can all be together today, wherever we're located. And God, I pray over myself that the words that I'm going to share today, God, that you would speak through those and those listening would be encouraged today. In your name we pray. Amen. So, as I mentioned, my name is Leslie. I don't have children, but I do have a special little four-legged individual in my life. Um, Her name is Perry. This is the child in my life who teaches me to be patient and to love something that doesn't always reciprocate that. (laughs) If you guys follow me on social media, I tend to post a lot of photos like this, and especially like this one where she's cute and she looks innocent. However, I'm a photographer, so those are often manipulated. In reality, (laughs) this is every day. I like that one eye is wide open, the other one's squinting, she's running snow covered all over her face. She's 65 pounds of attitude and sass, but I like her. She's pretty cute. Uh, This is not in my notes, but if you do not have children of your own yet and you question whether or not you'd be able to raise children, I'd encourage you to get a pet, test it out. They will definitely teach you what kind of parenting you may be able to do or not do, but they are so much fun. I like my dog. I have so much fun with her. She's pretty cute. Okay. So I don't have kids of my own, I have my dog, but I do have the privilege of being an aunt. I have two nephews. The first one is Eldon. Uh, This is one of my favorite photos that I took of him. He came in, he's like, Titi, take my picture. I was like, okay, stand there, and I took it. And he's like, can I see, can I see? He's uh, a little over four years old now, and he, if you guys know who he is, he's so much energy, he runs around all over the place. He's excited about everything. He's really curious about everything. And I don't know that I've ever seen him be still or calm, but that is his personality and he's a lot of fun. I have another nephew, Ben. Benjamin was born on Christmas and he's pretty cute too. Little Ben. Ben, he's probably the 
almost the opposite of Eldon. He's a little bit more calm, a little more reserved, but he's just as aware of everything that's going on around him. And he wants to be involved. He'll follow Eldon anywhere and copy whatever he does. And he's at the point now where he's learning to talk and talk back. And he's, he's turning into a bit of a handful, but he's still cute too. Um, and then the newest addition to our family is little baby Riley. One of the first pictures of her, I'm pretty excited to see her grow up and see what she's going to be like, how similar she will be to her brothers, how different she'll be to her brothers. So we're pretty excited to welcome her into our family. And then I've also got some children, I call them children, in our lives who you guys will probably recognize as well because some of them are your children. I get the privilege of being a leader in my city. So we're going to go through some photos. Here's some of our kids on tribe night. This was one of the winning photos. or some more of our kids. I am so excited to be involved in my city, getting to watch these kids serve on a Wednesday, coming to youth group every week, and then also watching them grow up and step into serving on Sundays. Um, we've got kids of all ages serving in so many different areas on a Sunday. If you come to the hub to one of our live gatherings, you will see them on stage. You'll see them serving in production, serving with our children. They're everywhere, and it's so cool to get to know these kids and learn where they serve best and what they're interested in and watching them grow up in this kind of environment. So when I was asked to speak at Mother's Day, I didn't really know what I was going to talk about. I didn't know how I could have encouragement because I don't have children of my own. But in looking at uh, my nephews and looking at our students, I was able to kind of pick up some patterns and things they had taught me. And it's kind of in my experience that when you look at something and you see something being repeated, it's usually I've found God speaking to me and saying, hey, I'm trying to show you something. I need you to stop what you're doing and pay attention. So um, my lessons that I'm going to kind of share with you guys, I hope they're encouraging to you, especially to those of you who don't feel like parents or don't have children of your own. The first point I'm going to share is we are all different. And I think it's easy, especially maybe the last um, few years as social media has kind of taken off, it's easy for us to look at who we are compared to other people. And it's easy to look and see how are we different, but we tend to look at that as a negative. I want the things that these people have. Why don't I have that? Why can't I be like that? But um, it's actually a good thing. Um, we did hear a couple of uh, ladies share earlier, which was really cool to see you guys on uh, the screen sharing what it's like to be a mom. And a couple of you mentioned that your children are different. And uh, for me, watching my nephews get older and, and grow into little boys, getting to see their differences, I noticed, I didn't think of it as a really big major thing, but I noticed as they've gotten older, the two differences. Eldon, like I said, is all over the place, high energy. He likes to go and investigate. He's loud, but he's always having fun and he's always on the move. And then Ben tends to be a little more reserved. He might follow Eldon and do whatever Eldon's doing, but even when they're separate, Ben is much more, wants to be near you, wants to sit down and pay attention to you. If you ask him to do something, Something. Yes, okay, and he'll go with you. And um, I hadn't thought anything of it, but um, I noticed that the two differences between them, 
is honestly how we are wired too. Each one of us has different uh, giftings, different interests, different personalities, and we are supposed to be different. But we live in a world right now where we and I don't know why we want to do this, but we want to conform and be like other people. We look up to people and say, I want to be like you, so I'm going to deny who I am to be like you. Um, I do have a verse I'd like to share um, that, like, when I, I've read this a couple of times, but in preparing for this, it kind of hit a different chord. Romans 12, verses 6 through 8. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach them well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is to give, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. So even like, especially moms, when you notice the things that are different in your children, that is a reflection of how you were created. And in reading them, there's many verses like this in the Bible, but God wants us to be different. He literally designed us to be different when he thought of us and he started putting us together. You are supposed to be different. You're supposed to have different strengths than your children, than your spouse, than your friends. You are supposed to be different. You are not supposed to go down the same path that other people go down. Your differences are what make you valuable and make you strong. So don't, like I would encourage you, don't try to change who you are to be like other people. Because if everybody was the same, I don't know that I'd want to be a part of that world. It would be boring, but also probably chaotic at the same time. You have value and you are important the way that God designed you. And the next lesson that I'm going to kind of share, not only are we different, but we are each capable of doing things that we didn't think that we could do. We're capable of more than we think we can do. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I am a youth leader at my city, and it's been really cool over the last few years to get to know the students and who they are and where their strengths and their weaknesses are. We've got so many different kids that are into different things. We've got kids that are into theater. We've got kids who are into gaming. Scootering is a new thing. That was a thing when uh, I was a kid, and now it's like coming back, watching them racing around the hub is, is pretty entertaining. We've got some kids who are into music. Some of them are writers. Some of them want to be teachers. And um, there's a couple of uh, kids that come to mind that when they kind of got to the age where they decided, this is my church. I have my own relationship with God. I want to step into calling. I want to step into service. Um, there are a couple of students who took very visible leadership roles, very public roles. And I, I won't share their name, but um, the, I do remember both both of the students on their first day. They were so excited to serve. They're like, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. I practice. I'm ready to go. And it, like, I, I can remember every single detail of that day for both of them at different times stepping in on their first day. They came in. They were excited. And then it was like the moment that they had to be on and to take that first step and do what they were going to do. Just like the blood draining out of their face and just like it realizing that, oh, this is what this is actually going to look like. Here's what I have to do. I'm 15, 16 years old and there are all of these adults watching me. And I know that my leaders believe in me because they told me I could do this, but... 
how am I actually going to do this? This is, this is kind of scary. And you could begin to sense that fear settling in. And both of these students were able to kind of push back that fear a little bit. And then both of them at different times, I remember two instances where the fear kicked in and it got the better of them and both of them failing publicly. And just being me as a leader being in that moment, wherever I was serving, it was like you can sense what's going on and I, I could see them and I wasn't sure what was going on. Like how are, are they gonna be able to recover? Are they gonna be taken over by fear and anxiety? Is somebody gonna like have a panic attack? Like what do I need to get parents? Do I need to step in as a leader? And being really encouraged by how they then acted and handled that. I remember both of them very clearly stopping, recognizing that, okay, I just messed up and everybody is watching me. Everyone has is seeing me. Everyone knows I made a mistake. I'm not going to run. I'm going to take a second. I remember one of them just started crying, but they didn't run away. They just started crying where they were. Another one just stopped and got very calm and collected. And then what surprised me and encouraged me most is that both of them began to pray right there in that moment. So the one student who was crying just calmly collected themselves and began to pray over themselves with the leader. Another one I could hear over the radio. We just began to pray over that student. And then finally we challenged that student, okay, we're going to stop praying for you. Now you begin to pray over yourself and you start praying against that fear and anxiety. And watching both of these students having a moment of public failure they could have ran away. I've, I've seen adults fail publicly and fail and keep going down the hole and then trying to blame other people, trying to run away from experiences and watching these two students in that moment, they could have ran away and they could have given into that fear and it would have been totally acceptable. I would not have thought any less of them. But both of them in that moment decided to pray and lean in and fight against the enemy that was coming after them. And I watched them walk away from that and show back up the next week. They kept coming back. I've watched them grow. They've been encouraging me as leaders, even though they're half my age. And um, so my encouragement for this lesson is that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter where you're at in life, whether you have children or it's just you, whether you've got um, people in your life who you're mentoring or encouraging, you are capable of more than you realize. And the moment you can't do something is the moment that you tell yourself, I can't do this. There is a verse in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1, verse 7. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I am only a youth. And you can replace this with, I am only a parent. I am only a student. I am only a single parent. I am only an adult that does not have any children. I am only somebody who does not have whatever it is. For to all whom I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. There will be moments in life where you might fail. There will be moments where you will be called to do something that you feel like you can't do. But you can. You have a God who not only designed you to be different, but he equips you. He gives you tools. He gives you wisdom. He gives you words of affirmation. He gives you spiritual gifts. He will give you what you need to in that moment of failure or that first step or that moment of, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I good enough? I have no idea. 
you can do what it is God's calling you to do. And that first step is just taking faith and putting that faith in God. God, yes, you can help me navigate this. You can help me to teach these people. You can help me to step out and serve publicly. You can help me to pray out loud if somebody asks me to pray out loud. You can help me to speak publicly. You can help me to do whatever it is that you need me to do. So those are my words of encouragement today. Whether you uh, are a parent or you're like me and you have people in your life who God has a place there for you to learn from or for you to teach, I would encourage you guys, don't dismiss anything that you learn or you see. The smallest things, like what I talked about earlier with my nephews, that has actually helped me in my season I'm going through right now. I am able to navigate something that's been really challenging because I value and recognize my difference. And with our students, they've helped me to just lean in when things get really scary because if they can do it, I know I can do it. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.